today's episode, we're going to be talking about the inside out principle, something that Caleb and I have put into our marriage. We've put into the way that we do life and it all started with a day. Okay. A week, a month. I'm not sure what it was, but I had gone through a really grumpy spell. <laughs> I know it's hard to imagine that I could be grumpy, but you know, it happens. And so because of the circumstances that we were in, we knew that we had to find a different way of doing things. We were kind of just racing ahead, not really addressing it. Feelings are just getting pushed to the side. We're not dealing with it, right? Well, this is when we discovered how important it was to return back to the center, to go back to the inside with our relationship with God, being in intimacy with him, spending time with him, being very disciplined in how we spend time with him in order that we might be refreshed on the outside. I'm so excited to share more about this principle because it's been life-changing. Here we go. Welcome to episode number 46 of the Faith School podcast. This podcast is for women of faith who are ready to be transformed from the inside out, to integrate their life and faith, and to begin a life on mission. This practical podcast is not just a list of how-tos but it's here to prompt you to take action and adopt the kingdom way of life, surrender to a holy God. My name is Leah, and I'm joining you in the messy middle of a surrendered faith. Come on in, take a seat. Class is now in session. To those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. And to my old faithfuls, welcome back. Can you hear the sound of screaming children at the playground? Maybe you're starting your brand new homeschooling routine, or you are returning back to that daunting university campus. It is that time of year, my friends, it is back to school season. And at Faith School, we're returning too with a brand new series, Back to Basics. Sometimes you just need to go back to some simple truths, to reset your spiritual disciplines, to rediscover your greater purpose and mission of living palms up, totally surrendered to a holy God. Today, I'm taking you through the essential inside-out principle, something that I've discovered along the way, and its connection to the kingdom of God. We often talk about God's kingdom, and what we've come to realize is that it's not really a concept that is usually talked about in the church, or if it is, it's more in passing, but it's actually really, honestly, extremely important to our faith, especially when we're living a life on mission. I also give you some helpful tips about making time for spiritual disciplines, especially when life feels really overwhelmingly busy and BT dubs, (laughs) it is even more important that we follow through with those disciplines in these kinds of seasons, in these busy seasons. And speaking of spiritual disciplines, we're getting ready for our awesome Sabbath kickstart challenge. Let me guide you towards a flourishing, life-giving, set-apart day of rest. This challenge will set you up in exploring what brings you rest and how you worship, as well as some really practical tips on preparing for your Sabbath and just so much more. I'm still hearing from last year's participants and how their lives have been changed through the Sabbath experience, and I know it can do the same for you too. Join the challenge. It's running next week from September 13th to 17th through the link in our show notes. All right, let's go into the show and discover what it means to be living inside out. Before we go too much into the inside out principle, I'm just so excited to share about it, but I really want to address something here. And we talk a lot about the kingdom of God. We say the kingdom of God, kingdom builders. We use the word kingdom a lot. And it's come to our attention that we have not really explained this very well, or we haven't really, and by we, I mean, I have not really gone into what is the kingdom of God. There might be some 
misunderstandings about what we what we mean. And a lot of people are going to be a little lost in why that seems to matter so much to this ministry. So let's go back to the beginning. First off, it's complicated, <laughs> but I am going to break it down with you um, as best as I possibly can, kind of in a short form. But I have a great resource that I'm going to attach um, where I got a lot of this information from, and it was a sermon from Tim Mackey. And if you don't know who Tim is, he's the Bible Project guy. He's amazing. Um, So I'm going to attach that link into our show notes so you can go check that out a little bit more because he, in this sermon, he says that this is life-changing. It really is. It really is. When we understand that we are a part of God's kingdom, it changes things because we see life as an adventure, being an ambassador of him instead of how can God just make my life better? We're actually on mission and we're part of this great adventure. It's amazing. So we're going to break it down now. What is the kingdom? Well, Jesus actually talks a lot about the kingdom of God. He talks about it so many times throughout the scriptures. And he says two things. It's kind of confusing. He says that it is here and it is near. So it is here in that it is available through his lordship and through the spirit, but it is also near. It means that it's not actually totally completed yet because he will finish that when he comes back to earth. Now, if we go back all the way to the beginning, we see that in Genesis, God partnered with Adam to rule the earth or Eden, but then Adam chose to build his own kingdom. He chose to go a different way. So we see this theme of the kingdom through so much of scripture. And when Jesus came, he came to kind of re-invite us into that partnership where we get to rule and reign with God because we're part of his family we're adopted into his family, we get to partner with him in this amazing adventure. And so our role now is just to return to that, to return to the idea that in God's kingdom, once we have been rebirthed through the spirit, we are returning to that beautiful partnership. Okay. If we look at Ephesians 2, 19 to 20, it says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. And I love this because it's pointing out because we are new creations through the spirit, we are now citizens of the kingdom of God. So we have put Christ as our King. You know, he had his coronation up on the cross. He had the crown of thorns, right? He is the King and we are putting him as our King We are now under his lordship and we are working for him. We're submitting to him. So if we're going to interact with this kingdom, there are kind of two ways. One is that we're going to experience the kingdom through Christ's healing transformation and through a loving relationship with him. And the second way is that we are going to reveal the kingdom. We're going to help take down the spiritual blindness of the world through justice, service, and surrender and submitting our whole lives to Jesus as our new King. We are living a different way because we are now in his kingdom because he is our King and we follow his ways. So the whole podcast (laughs) really is about this kingdom partnership because it matters. It really matters. We really want to get to the heart of our message through this back to basics series, which is that Kingdom partnership is not just about building churches and putting butts into seats. We wanted to kind of 
reimagine when we've said kingdom builder this whole time, we're kind of thinking, okay, we're really putting out the right message here. Is kingdom builder really the right word? And I don't know if it is. So we're working on that. But kingdom partnership, on the other hand, it's not just about evangelism, but it's actually the work of flipping the world upside down. It's partnering with God to see that there is redemption of all things for God's glory. And it begins with our own transformation and the receiving of his spirit. It's to recognize that we're on assignment to bring the light and love and hope of Christ because we have his salvation. We're here to bring the whole gospel to the world. And we can do this through the way we commune with God, in the way that our rhythms are set up in our lives, the way that we reflect a holy and set apart God in the way we do life, and in the way that we are on mission through love, the very essence of God for a world to return to him and his principles and his ways of life. So that's kind of the Reader's Digest version. (laughs) I'm going to put some of the resources into the show notes for you so that if you want to dive deeper into this, if you want to go deeper, then you have those resources available to you. We would love to see you dive into this a little bit more. Okay, but let's go into this inside out principle. Now we've explained the kingdom and what we, our role is there. Now we're going to go back to the inside out. So when we are experiencing God's kingdom, it is through relationship with him. When we say inside out, it's the real practical side of like maybe spiritual disciplines and just how we spend time with him. We're addressing our inner parts and we're inviting God to take residence. We're inviting him to take over in there, to do that sanctification work to acknowledge the peace of God and what he has given us through relationship. So it's the practical side of things. And it's also just tending to those really tender inner parts of us to receive and be available to God, be moved by his spirit. It's creating intentional space for him to enter in, repair, redeem, revive our inner thoughts and feelings. So why do we need this? just like feel good about ourselves? No, as participants in God's kingdom, we need it for sanctification. We need to be made new from the inside out, right? We are new creations, always constantly being more and more in likeness with Jesus. We need to also believe the truth about God when we're walking into the battlefield in a life of kingdom building. And the way that we do that is through being in the word. It's through prayer. It's with being in communion with him. And this is going to sustain us and it's going to shield us when we start getting pelted with the enemy's lies, with his division, with his wrath. If we've not spent time with God and recognize the truth of how powerful he is, we might fall to the enemy. And we don't want that. Okay, so this is why we need to intentionally and practically put in some spiritual disciplines into our lives so that we are strong in the battlefield, so that we are being made new, so the spirit can work through us. So those spiritual disciplines really just create space for, from hearing from him, building into our relationship with him. And, you know, we probably could do this inside out thing without some of those disciplines, but the disciplines are there for intention. You know, nothing is beyond the Holy Spirit to develop our relationship with God, but disciplines make conscious space to hear from him, to meditate on his truth and be really held by him. That image of being held by him is just means so much to me. 
my relationship with God um, has taken many forms, but when I was in one of my lowest places, I got this picture from God of him just holding me, cradling me. So we need to make time for that, guys. It's just another reminder when I see that I wrote down being held by him. That's what it reminds me of. We need to create space in order to receive, to be held. Okay, so let's go really practical. Okay, we've got kind of theological here, but how can we get really practical? That's what this whole show is about. I'm just going to give you just a few, okay? So the first one is just reading the word. The best way to get to know God and his character and his desires for us in the way that we live our lives and the way that we're on mission is just by studying him. I am going to highly recommend going back to Tara Lee's episode on this, on her Bible recap and her Bible recap program. It's been life-changing. Honestly, you guys, I am absolutely in love with the Bible recap. If you are not doing that, I would highly suggest that you take a look at it and listen to the episode. She explains what it is there, and it is just packed with amazing content on how to study the scriptures to get to know the heart of God that much better. The second thing that we do, another practical thing, is just prayer. And prayer takes many different forms. Sometimes it can be really structured, and sometimes it's a little more loosey-goosey, right? We're just like moving with the Spirit. But when we're praying, we're partnering with the Holy Spirit. We're taking that ground in our lives, in the lives of those around us from the kingdom of darkness, from people building their own kingdoms, okay? That prayer is so important in a relationship with us and God and then others in God. So like I mentioned, there's a lot of different ways that we can pray. Like I said, it can be kind of more loosey-goosey, but there's also some really great structured ones. There's like the examine, there's the Lord's Prayer, there's Lexio Divina, which is just like meditating on the scriptures. There's lots of different ways to do this where you can be really intentional. Actually, tonight we just spoke with Jen Pollock Michelle and she showed us her spreadsheet of the people that she prays for and what the prayer needs are. And that she kind of go through those kind of, you know, pick one for each day or whatever. But it was just so helpful. Like our prayer life can be structured. It's not always just something that's super spontaneous. It can have some structure. And it can still be really, really powerful. Okay, the next one. Next, discipline. You're going to hear me talking about this until kingdom come. (laughs) Is the Sabbath. Oh my goodness, you guys. Sabbath is a game-changing discipline. It is time, a whole day, if you can, totally set apart for God. Totally set aside for Him. It's holy. It's set apart for rest and for worship. It's a day that is just given to him in total surrender. If you want to know more about this topic, you can definitely listen to the Sabbath episode that is going to be coming out very soon. It's going to be giving you tons of goods on that. And of course, you can always join our Sabbath challenge. (laughs) We would love to have you in that challenge to help you build a really life-giving Sabbath discipline. There are lots of different disciplines that we can do. I think those are kind of the top ones that we need to make sure that we are trying to work into our lives um, in a really intentional way. But there's lots of different ones that we can do, which can feel overwhelming. You know, as busy women, I know I'm busy and you are busy. So it is hard to think about, oh my gosh, how can I add another discipline? But we need to go back to that faith is a foundation for the rest of our life. Faith is not a side project. Kingdom partnership, it's not a side project. This is everything. (laughs) 
So we need to go back to the beginning. We need to go back to the foundations of things and really think about, are there things that I can remove from my life that don't need to be there? What is my priority right now? How am I making God the center of the way that we do things? And so it's not just a matter of switching around our schedules and squeezing in time with him, but it's making him the top priority. And you guys, I led myself to believe for a really long time that I had to live my life a certain way. I think a lot of you are going to relate to this. You, 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 you get a husband, you have a kid, you have a pet, you have a nice house, you get a job for the long haul, you go on these nice vacations, you work until you retire, and then you die hoping that you made some sort of a difference. But I had this revelation like four years ago that I don't have to follow the rhythm of culture. I don't need to follow the ABC plan. I've got God. I can choose to live a wild and outlandish life for God. And it's so much better and it's so much richer. It's not to say that those things are wrong. It's not wrong to have a dog. It's not wrong to want a vacation. It's not wrong to follow these things. It just means that we can choose, that we don't have to do things the way that we've always been taught that they have to be done. We can do things differently. We can change the foundation. There are things that I could say goodbye to because I knew that it wasn't important for me anymore. When I knew that I get to decide my own schedule, I get to decide how I want to lay out the foundations of my life. And so this really caused me to like clear it all away and to build back up in the way that I felt God was calling me specifically. And so that's the first thing is being able to look at our whole lives and rebuild the foundations. That takes work. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is easy. It takes work. It really does. But it's important and it's good work. It's life-changing work. Also remember that, you know, we're busy in the middle of these really stressful seasons that actually inside out is that much more important. I once heard like the more that you are doing for God, the more you need to be spending time with him, the more that you need to have intentional practices and return to that relationship with him. And because this is a huge area of attack for the enemy, he does not want you to be spending time with God. So you have to make it that much more intentional, not based on how we feel about things, but knowing for a fact that this is important. And so we make the time for it. I borrowed a few notes from my friend, Charlene Vanderbring. She has, she has six kids. Okay. And she is awesome at making time for devotionals and stuff. She's got some really awesome practical tips that I swiped from her. And I'm going to give all credit to her because she's amazing with this. And we were asking in our book club this summer, how do you stay focused? How do you stay committed in in the midst of distractions, of to-dos, of the needs around us? And Shar gave these awesome ideas. So first and foremost, we both said that we have to have lots of grace for ourselves. We have to know that, you know, we're not going to get this perfectly. It's not about having a rigid schedule. It's about just being intentional, right? Second thing, work with your husband, work with your community to give you the time to do that. If you're on your own, you're going to have to go for outside of the home. If you have your spouse in the home, use teamwork in order to get these disciplines in. make trade-offs. Next is pick your one thing in the area of spiritual growth. I really like this one. So you can put some disciplines on pause if you want to really focus in on um, something that God is leading you into or growing in you or areas that you want to see growth yourself. 
you can make one thing a priority in for a specific season. Another thing is you can kind of include some of these disciplines in your regular life. So for instance, um, we talked about bringing this devotional book with us when we could do errands and appointments so that when we're waiting around, that we can include God in that space that we have and bring out our book or our Bible, or we can pray. It's whatever, whatever discipline you're trying to implement, you can include it in the daily things of your life in whatever blank space there is. You don't have to go on your phone or when you're on a walk, you don't have to listen to a podcast or anything like that. Include it as regular parts of your life. Also just accept that there are seasons in life. And if you are under a lot of pressure, you may need to do a little bit of like a simplified version of some of these disciplines. And you're not going to get that hour, hour and a half in the morning, maybe that you would like, but if you even get 10 minutes that is totally set aside for the Lord, maybe even just for silence, it's so life-giving, you guys. It's so life-giving. All right. So in conclusion, we've talked about the kingdom. We've talked about what is inside out, that returning back to him through disciplines. We've just, we've gone through a lot today. Let's just wrap this up. First off, first and foremost, you need time with God. No matter what season you're on, even if you're not in a grumpy season, (laughs) you need time with God. You need to experience the fullness of his rest and peace, which just requires time and relationship with him. And he's worthy of that time. He's worthy of that relationship. So make it a priority. When you feel yourself spiraling, take time for him to restore you. When you are in those grumpy gusts kind of weeks, or you're having a difficult time, pull back, return to the center, return to your first love in that relationship with him so that he may restore you. You don't have to work for it. He wants to do it with you, but does take some intentionality. We need to be in relationship with him because being in relationship with him changes us. It changes the fruit that others get to taste. It changes the way that we interact with people. It changes the way we love people. He's everything. He's everything, you guys. But it takes time to get to know him. It takes time to learn how to commune with him in a way that is meaningful and impactful. So it takes some intentionality and some trial and error. That's okay. Well, I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that you got some good practical tips in here. I hope that you are thinking about what your spiritual disciplines are going to be to be in intentional relationship with him. I love this principle, going back to the center of things, returning to my first love so that I am able to love others better, right? Returning into that center so that I can go and love my husband better, love my kid better, to love my family better, my friends, my community. It all starts with that first love for that first relationship with him. Okay. I hope that was helpful. We have some favorite episodes that I'm going to put the episode links into the show notes so that you can check out those. And they're just some of our more spiritual discipline kind of episodes that are going to give you some really practical advice on how to implement some of this stuff. And as we go through the rest of this Back to Basics series, we're going to be addressing some of them, which is so much fun. We're going to be replaying some episodes and kind of adding a few things And then we're having brand new interviews, brand new, great content for you. As we go back to the basics, we're going back to our first love, going back to the core of things and working our way out. Get ready for an amazing series. It's going to be incredible. 
Thank you for listening in today. My prayer is that after today's episode, you will rediscover your role within the kingdom of God and start to think about your life right now. Do you do life and mission from the inside out? Are you spending the time that you need to be spiritually healthy to maintain that rich, flourishing relationship with God and with the Holy Spirit? These are just some of the questions that I hope that you are asking yourself today. Next week, we're going to replay a Sabbath episode with a few added notes to begin our Sabbath Kickstart challenge. So if you want to join the challenge, make sure that you check out the link in our show notes. I promise you, you are not going to regret it. If you want to catch me on the socials, you can find me at leah.remple or at faithschoolpod on Instagram or in our Facebook group, Faith School. I'm happy to continue serving you on those platforms. Thank you for spending a little time with us today at Faith School and I-68 Ministries. We are praying that you feel fully surrendered today to the God who made you, loves you, and wants to partner with you. Class is now dismissed. Go out there and reveal his kingdom.